Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Iceberg to Go, your daily dose of Pittsburgh Penguins news and analysis. You can find us on YouTube at Inside the Penguins or anywhere you get your podcasts from. When you look at the Pittsburgh Penguins as a whole, the power play is undoubtedly the most pressing issue for this team. They've gone scoreless over their last 26 opportunities. That drops them to 30th in the National Hockey League with just a 10.9% success rate on the season. They did make a slight adjustment at practice yesterday. I'll talk about that just a little bit because it was a very slight adjustment. Chris Letang goes from the second unit to the top unit and takes over the point spot, takes over the quarterback position from Eric Carlson, who is bumped over to the left flank. Brian Rust gets removed from that unit entirely and bumped down to the second unit. So, It's similar to what we saw them try in the preseason. The only difference is Letang is playing quarterback. Eric Carlson is on the flank. Maybe that opens up some more opportunities. Maybe that changes things. But we've talked about the power play ad nauseum. And this episode, I want to talk about the issues that extend beyond that. It's certainly the most pressing issue. I won't try to convince you otherwise. The power play is the top issue for the Penguins. But they do have other issues. And those issues could rear their ugly heads sooner rather than later. They are very heavily relying on Sidney Crosby and his entire line for the bulk majority of their scoring. If you look at the last 13 games, and that is every game since the 10-goal outburst in San Jose, because that is an exception to the rule. That is when San Jose was playing some of the worst hockey we have seen in the National Hockey League in decades. So after that, 13 games, the Penguins' first line has accounted for 18 goals, or 51% of this team's scoring. To go down through the remainder of the breakdown, the second line has scored Five, So that is a severe drop from your first to second line. And we all talked about coming into this season, how important the entire top six is going to be. So far, at least in the last 13 games, it's not the top six. It's the top three. 18 for the first line, five for the second line. Third line has three goals in that time span. They've been broken up. 
They've been shifted around. Jeff Carter was on that unit last game. We've seen the only constant has been Lars Eller. That is the only constant on the third line. Not getting the results you need. Three goals over the last 13 games. Fourth line, not bad. Five goals, just as many as the second line in that stretch. The only problem with that is those goals came with Matt Nieto and Noel Achari playing better hockey, getting used to their roles, especially Noel Achari playing better and better as time went on. Both are now injured with Matt Nieto on the injured reserve. So five goals from the fourth line is good. The players that got them to that point are currently injured. Not good. The power play has scored one goal in the last 13 games. They've scored one shorthanded goal in the last 13 games. Tristan Jari has scored a goal in the last 13 games. And the last one is hard to split up. It was an overtime shift in LA. It was Brian Rust of Genny Malkin combining. So you could give a little bit of credit to the first line. You could give a little bit of credit to the second line in that one. But I digress. You look at this breakdown. The vast majority, 51%, goes to the first line. That is very reliant on Sidney Crosby, Jake Gensel, and Brian Rust to stay at the level that they're playing at right now, which is a very, very high and very difficult to repeat on a consistent basis level. That's where they're at. In that span, the Penguins right now are 7-4-2 and two in that 13 games. They're being carried by the first line, but they're also they're being carried by their goaltending as well. We have to give some credit where credit is due there. The Penguins goaltenders have combined and going into yesterday's action, were combined to be the third best trio in the NHL in goals saved above expected. Tristan Jari has a 931 save percentage over the previous span that I mentioned, 13 games. The goaltending has been magnificent for the Penguins throughout the month of November and into the first game of December where Jari still put up a pretty decent performance against the Philadelphia Flyers. But the problem is one lull in performance from either the Crosby line or Jari could drop the Penguins out of what is right now a very crowded pack in the NHL's Eastern Conference. To me, the biggest issue and the biggest question mark is the second line. Because if the second line doesn't pick it up, if the second line doesn't get on its horse, if the power play doesn't get on its horse, which like I mentioned, the qualifier is the power play is still the biggest issue. Trying to look beyond that right now, though, the second line is right there. Ricard Raquel has begun skating for the Pittsburgh Penguins. He's on long-term injured reserve. He would still have to miss a couple of games here. I believe he would have to miss at least four more games in a certain amount of days as well. They are traveling with the team to Philadelphia, him and Chad Ruedel, so a good sign there. But how's he going to look when he returns from injury? Right Before his injury, 17 games played, zero goals, four assists. Not good. Not good at all. Riley Smith, when does he start to get his act together? 13 games now without a goal. I went through all those stats the last 13 games. One thing that is very glaringly obvious, Riley Smith has not contributed. He has two assists in the past 13 games. Evgeny Malkin... His numbers are a little bit better. Eight points in the last 13 games and does have points in three straight. But if you watch Evgeny Malkin's game throughout that entire process, you can pick out maybe two or three that you said, okay, that looks like the Evgeny Malkin from the beginning of the season. And the rest was 
that looks like an Evgeny Malkin that is really struggling to play the game that he wants to play. He's played better recently. He has points in three straight games, a good sign, something the Penguins need to happen. But he needs help. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Drew O'Connor, I think, has been okay since bumping up on that line, but at the end of the day, he needs Riley Smith to get his act together, and he needs Ricard Raquel to come back from injury and be the Ricard Raquel that scored 28 goals last season, not the Ricard Raquel that had four points in 17 games and none of them visiting the red lights. The Penguins need everybody, to be blatantly honest. They need everybody to step their game up around the first line in the goaltending, or they might see some similar fate to last season. Crosby, Gensel, Rust, they've been extraordinary this season. They have been. But one lull from them that is not immediately supplanted by a hot streak from the second line, by the power play going on a run, one lull from that first line that doesn't get anything to come and pick them up, and the Pittsburgh Penguins are going to be fallen. Because right now, first wild card, not even the first wild card, go up into the third place spot in the Metropolitan Division all the way down to the second to last spot in the wild card rankings is all separated by, what, four, five standings points? That's the one fortunate thing for the Pittsburgh Penguins, is that while they've been trying to get their act together this season, the rest of the league has had enough parity to keep them in the thick of things in the standings. 7-4-2 and two is not a bad record in the last 13, but is it really sustainable to hope that Tristan Jari can continue to be above a 930 save percentage, not to mention Alex Nedeljkovic is above a 930 save percentage. Magnus Helberg looked really good when he came in. Is it plausible that those goaltenders are going to stay above that number and Sidney Crosby's line is going to continue to have that above average, ridiculous, one of the best lines in the league stretch for the entire of this, entirety of the season? No. You need somebody to supplant them. And if they don't, that lull, that losing streak that will come because of it is going to be a hard one to come back from because the Pittsburgh Penguins, they're not in a position to create. They don't have they don't have breathing room. They don't have buffer room. Right now, they need to start stringing together wins, and that needs to come from the supporting cast, and the supporting cast includes the second line. So that's... That's why I look at it and I say, you know what? The power play is an issue. Don't get me wrong. I agree with you. Don't yell at me in the comment section, please. But the issues run a little bit deeper than that right now. And I don't know if that leads to a change in coaching. I don't know if that leads to a shakeup in the lineup. I probably doubt the second one is going to happen. The first one, unlikely to happen. But hey, stranger things have occurred. The Penguins need to get their act together. Everybody outside of Tristan Jari, Alex Nadelkovich, Sidney Crosby, Jake Gensel, and Brian Rust. Outside of that, everybody could give a little bit to a much to much more for the Pittsburgh Penguins. But that's going to do it for this episode of Iceberg to Go. Thank you so much for tuning in. Remember, you can find us on YouTube at Inside the Penguins or anywhere you get your podcasts from. <laughs>